Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to This is Orlando with Rob Cole. Everybody and welcome back to This Is Orlando. Thanks for being with us once again. This month we're going to kind of jump back into the tech world and um, I'm really excited to be able to sit down with my longtime pal Justin Gallo. Uh, I've known Justin for about 14 years now. He is a course director at Full Sail University teaching game design and out of that passion for teaching and being in that space for as long as he has, he has developed a visual scripting tool for Unity through his company, Virtual Hammer. And we're going to get into the specifics of how that works and how it's targeted actually at educators. But first, please join me in welcoming Justin. Hi. How's everyone going? Hi, Rob. Hey, it's love, good to have you here, man. I love man. you, man. You I love you too, brother. I you love know, you too, man. Good. So, uh, yeah, now that we've established that, um, man, so what's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Staying busy. Um, a lot of stuff going on. You mentioned uh, this this Unity Visual Scripting plugin that we're making, company's Virtual Hammer, and, the, and the, it's called Diagram. Okay. It's Diagram Visual Scripting for Unity. Um, it's on the asset store right now. Uh, we're going to talk about some things that aren't on the assets, the Unity asset store. Um, the one that's on the Unity asset store is a development build. So okay. it's, it's aimed at developers, but what makes this special is uh, we have an educational side of this, and that's really what I, I want to talk about here is, is the problems we've been solving uh, on the education forefront with, with this tool. Um, so visual scripting... How we got into this was um, I was a huge fan of visual scripting as soon as we saw it. So visual scripting kind of, it, it's been around for a bit and everyone's been tinkering. So like what, what was your first exposure, like Blueprint? No, 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 no. It was called Kismet. It was okay. Unreal. Uh, it was UDK, uh, Unreal Development Kit. Yeah. Which was an Unreal Kismet, that was the thing that Rusty was really yeah. uh, doing all the tutorials. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. So E3D, yeah. so we got that stuff. So Kismet yeah. was this first thing that I was like, wow, this is, this is the future. Um, and so we started looking at it and I was, I was teaching with that and I'm like, and so I, I can't, I went from a dev, the dev degree where we were hardcore programming and then moved over to the design degree. And I'm like, this is just a perfect fit for designers who don't have to get into the nitty gritty. And one of the things visual scripting does, which is also awesome for education, um, it removes syntax, uh, barriers. So the syntax being like missed a semicolon you know, didn't use, didn't capitalize this, misspelled yeah, something, and that's right. really frustrating for new, new beginners. It's for, very for, precise. It's dis. You need discipline. Yeah. Right? And having the entire train shut down because you you missed a comma somewhere is super frustrating for new people. And and when we want them to learn concepts, we're like, just get the concepts down. We'll we'll get the we'll get the syntax down a little bit later. Um, so visual scripting's. It doesn't solve this, but it's it's really it's really good. People gravitate towards it. People yeah. that are scared of programming. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so you know, I saw this. I I enjoyed visual scripting, and Kismet was was amazing when it came out. But it had its faults. It was like people were still on the on the thing of like, well, you're not really programming. You're you're doing this visual scripting thing, right? You're uh, and there, there's a lot of stuff you couldn't do in Kismet that you you had to go into programming for. But as it evolved, <coughs> excuse me. Unreal 4 came out, and then Blueprint came out, and they hit it pretty hard on the visual scripting. Like, most of the things, like, now you you have the power to do a lot of things. Um, so it was really awesome, uh, and I was touting it for a long time. But a lot of people, uh, Unreal's a, a large professional engine. It's got a lot of movie pieces, like a mountain. Yeah. It's got a lot of pieces to it. Very robust. Yes, and, um, and so everyone, a lot of people like using Unity. Uh, because it seemed to be a little bit more beginner-friendly. Um, it was a little bit more straightforward with some things, but they didn't have a built-in visual scripting system. Uh, so 
we, me and a, a couple friends uh, said, well, we're going to look into this. And, and other people have done this already. Yeah. Other people have made these visual scripting systems for Unity. Um, and a lot of them are very good. Um, and so we said, well, we're going to make one. And it started out very small. Like, we're just going to do a very simple thing. We're not trying to compete. We just want to solve some problems for, for education and try to get something in there where we can teach with this tool. And as it grew and as it grew, it's like, well, shit, we can probably kind of put the real thing together. And so we started putting the real thing together and it ended up and it's it's actually a very, it's a pretty robust tool right now and it's actually pretty efficient. Um, and so that's on the Unity Asset Store, we have the dev version of that, just the, the not without the educational features, you can go get that thing on the Unity Asset Store. Just go search diagram uh, and the Unity Asset Store and you'll find that. So let me let me stop for a second there. Let's talk about that before we move into the next thing. Real, okay. Just real briefly for for so this tool that's out there right now for uh, students from middle school upwards right now. This is a great tool to help them understand the concepts of programming. Well, the educational side of this is okay. Like the educational, so that that's the thing that makes this different. Yeah. So when I said there's competition out there, and I imagine Unity at some point in time is going to make their own visual yeah, sure. thing, right? Which kind of blows you out of the water from a, a point of like, once they make it, it's going to be free and it's yeah. going to just like, you're not going to really sell this stuff. So we, we said, okay, we can't, we can't completely compete in that direction because it's kind of a dead end direction to go yeah, to. Yeah. Right? You only got, it's a ticking time bomb. You only got so much time before this happens. So we... We were like, okay, we made this to solve educational issues. Let's solve educational issues. So we have this this part. Uh, we have this this tech involved with ours, which is a templated system. And this templated system allows educators to create curriculum directly inside of this that will teach students uh, synchronously instead of asynchronously. One of the other problems with with learning programming is when students get stuck when they have an error and this happens no matter what they're gonna they're gonna run into problems and they're gonna run into error programming is a pretty complicated thing right yeah. otherwise everyone would do it um they get stuck and they have no one over their shoulder most of the time to to just unless you're in class with a teacher yeah, you don't yeah. have someone over your shoulder telling you how to get unstuck right so one of the pieces of tech that we did in the learning this is for beginners right so we have a a system where a, an instructor can give them a template for a, an, an assignment or a lesson. And this template, they load it into their into, into Unity, and it shows them everything that they should be putting in. But it's all kind of grayed out. And it looks like it's not interactive. It looks like just a, here's, if you look, this is what it does. But, but the truth is the whole template's interactive in nice. the background. Yeah. So a student can look at this template, and they can... Follow along with what you're doing, and if they put the right node in the right place, this thing lights up green. And not only does it light up green, it has a, a little icon that gives feedback from the instructor. Even if it's right, the instructor goes in for each thing that they put in here, and they can write whatever they want with their own instructor's touch to it, right? Sure. So it's not this robotic And thing. these are predetermined templates, so it's not like the yes. instructor is standing right there. It's like, no, they do good, and then this... Yes, you're teaching your lesson yeah. in this in this space. So gotcha. like when they put the right one in, it's like you put this, this node in to do something, right? Um, and it says, even if it's right, it says it's green. It's like, hey, good job, man. Yeah. Now, even I know you got this right, be sure you understand why this is important. This is important because of this, 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 and this, which is great for positive reinforcement because a lot of students just will see it turn green and go like, I don't really, I was following a tutorial. I don't really know what I did. Sure, I sure. Just, I'm just putting the things out there, right? Yeah. So even if they can go back, because they're not commenting or anything like stuff, but going back and looking at that, they have all of the synchronous education. Then when they get it wrong, if they don't put the right thing in, it goes red, and then it gives them also gives them the hey, this was not right, man. Um, it's probably not right because of this, this, and this. Did you go check this, this, and this? This is right when right when they get it wrong. Yeah. And that they usually have to wait until it's graded. To get sure, that, to right? get the feedback. By which point they probably already forgotten half the stuff that they did. They're gone. They're on yeah. the next assignment, right? Yeah. Especially at some place like like Full Sail where it's accelerated, right? Yeah. They're they're not taking that feedback and going, well, some great students will, right? They'll take that feedback, go scour over their assignment and go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, but 
that's not that's not the norm, right? So the synchronous feedback of what I talked about is however good the instructor is making this this template, uh, they have to do it once, and it can evolve, and they can do things like that. But however good they are, and it's how how good. Uh, that's going to be so that's the it doesn't replace the instructor it enhances the instructor sure, in terms sure. to be like their work in there that's really cool man because it's like hands-on hands-on learning you yeah. know we talk a lot about hands-on learning and you know I, i'm that kind of learner i need to to do it and, and go through the process instead of just read about it but to get that immediate feedback i mean that's really sweet yes and so it, even if you would say Watching a tutorial and then doing and then pausing and then watching a tutorial and then doing and pausing, it almost brings that into the, to the thing of when you mess up, it's like you don't have to go back to the video, rewind it to go back to what you did. It's like, I've seen this 6,000 times as an instructor. Yeah. Go check all these things. Here's what you did wrong. This is why this is important. If it's wrong, like if this doesn't work, this is why the whole thing's going to shut down. That explanation uh, synchronously is a powerful thing. Sure. Right. And the feedback of, you know, just even the simple feedback of red, green, you know, like wrong, right at the time. Now, they could just brute force this and just go like, I'm going to take 600 nodes and see which one's right. Right. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like, sure, there's there's definite things about it. And also, it's not a creative space. Right. This is not a time for you to be making solving the problem the way you want to solve it. Right. Yeah. Which is a big part of programming. And I understand that. But for beginners, they need to do as I do first. Sure. To 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 just learn the concepts. You just here's the template, go through it, yeah. understand all the pieces, then you can start to get creative. So getting creative with this is is not. Uh, not yeah, but thing. but that's cool because I mean that's one of the things that I learned as a career coach to talk to the students about, you know, especially when they're taking tech tests or especially in whiteboard challenges that you want to show them your grasp of the concepts of the principles and the foundations more so than come up with a brilliant solution. Because right. you have once you have those foundations down, then yeah, you're going to start growing as a programmer and be able to adapt to a different syntax or yes. uh, come up with, you know, some pretty cool solutions. But, you, you know, you've got to get those principles down first. Yeah, you got to walk. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so this is for that. Yeah. And then the next thing that we have with this is, you know, obviously there's great stuff for the students, but as an instructor. Yeah. What's, what's the advantage to the instructor? Yeah. So, like, I have a large amount of students that I have to, that I have to uh, deal with and grade. And I could... You know, I could cop out and just do, like, auto-graded tests and stuff, but I want these students in the project, in the mud, doing their stuff. Now, the problem with that is grading all of those becomes problematic because if you've ever graded code, uh, it's a long process. And really giving feedback on them, and there's no way an instructor with a large amount of students you can have can go line by line through everything that they did. Yeah, You kind of just play their thing and say... You, you did this stuff because it just takes so long, especially if you have like a hundred students, right? Even yeah. just opening the projects and downloading them takes some time. So what this does is that when I said that template behind the scenes is interactive, it's doing things. So like there's a there's a grading thing. So when you when you open it up, I can just if they if they follow the directions and, and set everything up, which is difficult sometimes, but if they do that. I just open up their project and I click two buttons. I click uh, load and check. And it will run through the entire thing of everything they did and spit out all that feedback of right and wrong. Wow. Uh, and then assign a grade to it because I can set up the I can set up the uh, the weighting on all of it. Sure. And then it'll assign a grade to it. It'll spit out pages of, of feed more more feedback than they ever could probably want. But at that point in time, it's no argument. It's this is what you did. Yeah. This is this is the spit out of the code you put in here. And this is why you were wrong, and this is why you were right, and good job on these things and bad job on these things. It already copies to the clipboard because we're all using LMSs right now. As soon as I hit check, it's copied to the clipboard. I just copy and paste into my into my LMS and, and send it off. So if if the if the template is actually guiding them between right and wrong, does it kind of show their thought process as they, you know, what they tried first and it does not know? track it doesn't track 
actions that they do. I mean, it's possible we, we, we could do something like that to get some metrics on how they're, yeah. how they're working. It doesn't do that, um, but since it gives that synchronous feedback of right and wrong, you're going to see less, like, most people aren't going to hand something in with a bunch of red in it, right? Yeah, Unless right. they're completely lost. Yeah. But, like, you're still going to have supplemental stuff here. You're not just going to hand them the template. You're going to say, like, still, here's the, here's the thing on how to do this. So I imagine for beginners, like, you're going to see better grades, and you're going to see most students complete these things because they're getting the they're getting the feedback before they hand it in. Yeah. Right? Like, well, and isn't that what it's all about? You know, a good educator is not like, you know, trying to, to screw with the students. He wants to teach them. He wants them to walk out of there knowing what they came to learn. But know? there is sometimes, I mean, the argument on that is that there's a generalization of information. I give you something and then I test your ability to generalize that information and use it in another way, right? Yeah. So if it's kind of just paint by numbers, which this is um, in a lot of cases, but the other thing about it is the whole thing scalable to difficulty. So that template that I was talking about, um, I can shut off all the names so you can't see the names anymore. I can shut off all the connections so you don't see that anymore. I can shut off the green red. I can shut off all these things to say, here's the easy way to do it for the first assignment. Here's a little bit harder. I took nice. the names away. Yeah, yeah. Here's a little bit harder. I took the connections away. Now, now in month ten, let's see what you got. Or week three, yeah, we yeah. move pretty quick, right? Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can scale this back, and that's how I'm going to see if you know what you're talking about. I'm going to start removing help from it, yeah, uh, as my assignments go on, and then say you should be able to to do this now. Is so, there a particular age group that this is focused at, or is it pretty much? The middle Anyone, school on up, right? Uh, middle schoolers will be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, my brother's 10-year-old kid could do it, right? So, like, middle schoolers will be able to do it. Um, anyone who's interested in just getting into programming, because it, it does it does all of it. And we made it, if you look at it, it's hyper-simplified. We yeah. made it very Fisher-Price. Like, it looks like there's, like, three buttons to click yeah. to get started on this thing. Not, like, 15, right? So, like... Anyone who's interested in getting into programming, all the concepts, variables, functions, you know, um, logic, all that stuff is going to be shown through this thing. Nice. Uh, just in a very simplified interface. Well, and now's a good time to interject um, for people that want to see some examples. You do have a YouTube page as well that um, Virtual Hammer. Yeah, and, vir and just just search Virtual Hammer on YouTube. There's uh, there's getting started. There's a there's a whole kind of how to use diagram. Um, then there's just just uh, just the basics, putting variables in, making functions. Yeah. Uh, all the basic stuff, and then there's actually a full first level of a game made. Um, I work with another company called. Uh, Depth First Games, and we put a game out called Rally Cap Rallycopters on Steam and the PlayStation 4. Um, and so we took some of those assets, and I reused them, and I remade the first level of that game using Diagram, and I have videos showing me how to do that thing. Oh, so, nice. So yeah. if you follow along, you can remake a small game that's out on PlayStation 4, but oh, I go cool. through all the logic of putting that together in Diagram. So that gets a little bit more advanced. Um but yeah, the Virtual Hammer YouTube channel, uh, you should check that out if you're interested in it. Um, the educational stuff's not on there yet. I haven't put that stuff up. And that's, right. that's the entry stuff. I'll have videos up on that soon, as um, soon as I get you know working on some patent stuff for that. But then I'll have those videos, and that's really impressive if you're an educator. But if you're a dev, go check that stuff out. Right on. Um, and again, it's available on the Unity Asset Store for the dev version, and those educational versions I'm talking about are on our website, which is virtual-hammer.com. And we're going to talk in a little bit, if you've made it this far into the podcast, uh, coming up, we're going to announce our um, a special uh, discount code that you can use through uh, the Virtual Hammer website uh, to get a discount on the educational version. Yes, because the, yeah. the, the, the dev version is only on the Unity Assets. Gotcha. Part, and the educational, and then there's an instructor version, and... If the instructor version is more expensive, but that's how you start creating curriculum. But, yeah, gotcha. But for the, uh, well, we can we'll, we'll do the we'll do the um, the coupon for for both. Atta boy, right? so I like that. If you're it's if you're interested in being an instructor, and if you're interested if you are a, an educational institution or you're affiliated with one and you're listening to this, 
um, you can just email me directly and we can start, you know, working something out. That's why we have that stuff over on the website. Yeah. So we can start working out, working out deals with that. Nice. So, so let me back up though a second then. So uh, now going to the unity version, the dev version and everything, this is something that even is going to make life easier for any unity dev. Anybody that's out there developing in Unity is going to save some time and effort. Sure, and it, but there are other tools for that. Sure, there's a really good one called Bolt. There's there's other there's other tools that are um, that are very good for this. Uh, again, ours is a bit. Uh, we've looked at we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Um, so we looked at usability. We looked at uh, just simplifying the process. So you know, vision, if you know already know how to script, if you already know how to do C sharp, like. We're not 100% catering to those people. We're catering to the people who want to use visual scripting. Yeah, I got you. So you like, it's not like already know how to program before you have to start using this thing. It's like it's not completely for those people. Sure. Um, but it does some interesting things. Uh, we're trying to make it so uh, you can bring in all your user-generated nodes, so existing Unity C-sharp scripts that you have. Uh, we've simplified the process. You can just hit use, uh, generate user nodes. And you don't have to do anything special. It will try its hardest to just say, I'm going to take all your scripts and make nodes for them. Yeah. So, so it will go just, if you have another scripter or another C-sharp programmer, it's like generate his nodes. It'll bring them into the system. Um, not perfectly. Some, some yeah. mess up, but it's like tries its hardest, right? Also with other third-party APIs and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, and I'm having a group of people test that out so we can make it a little bit more robust, but... Um, yeah, if you're a dev and you want to use this, it's powerful. Um, it has almost all of the Unity functionality uh, in it, um, and we're working to improve it uh, all the time. And so, any feedback would be great. Nice uh, on that thing. Yeah, for sure. So let's. I want to switch gears a little bit. And the thing that I find the most fascinating about this is, like, we've already established the love connection here and everything. You know, having known you for fourteen years well, now. Me and you. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yes, you know, that's so a, that's true. Having known you for fourteen years and watching you in the classroom, um, you know, a good majority of that time, uh, that was one of the things that I always admired was the rapport that you had with the graduate and. Or, or excuse me, with the student and the, you know, that willingness to do whatever it took to help them understand, uh, you know, the concepts that you were teaching them. And I know also, just because I know you personally, that you've kind of looked over probably many job opportunities in order to stay in teaching. So there's something inside you that loves doing what you do. And I think that is a really cool feature of Diagram is the fact that it's not, that that it's being created by somebody that's been doing this for as long as you have. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely created by educators. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, yes, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and I think the whole, the whole part of it is being honest with yourself, being honest with the students and really taking the time to say, like, we've been doing the same thing forever, right? We've been yeah. teaching the same way forever. We've been we've been trying to find new ways to do this, but no one's, like, it's very difficult to attack the problem, right? I mean, we don't have the tech to attack the problem. We just go from, how is it? so, like, we being honest with ourselves to say, or brave enough to say, we're not doing this the best way we could. Sure. Right? Everyone wants to go, like, we're doing this. Is That's the start of it, right? And that's usually what I tell students, too. Like, the same thing I'm, I apply to students or tell students to so just be honest with yourself. Like you, you'll hand something in. I don't care if you hand this in. I've seen Pong 8,000 times, right? You're yeah. just not going to be special. If you don't understand the concepts, look in the mirror, be honest with you, go back through the assignments, say, I don't understand this. I need to ask for help. Or you're just, you can get it by on me. You can hand it in, watch the tutorials, hand it in, and, and you'll probably pass the class. But you're going to be in trouble. You're doing yourself a disservice. Sure. It's super cliche, right? It's like, but it's, it's, it's super true. So, and the same, you know, I have to look in the mirror at some point in time and say that I'm going to continue what I'm doing and continue to get the same results or we're going to try something new here. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's, that's part of why we did this, right? We said there's uh, syntax, visual scripting is handling that well, but synchronous feedback at time of 
of uh, at time of problem. Yeah, is is our biggest problem in programming. And then being as an instructor, being able to uh, really have something that that takes a hardcore look at all of the things that they did and give them feedback on it. It's impossible for a human to do that. This this will I'll do it once and give amazing detailed feedback and that'll apply to a hundred different students. There's no way I can go through a hundred students and give them really, you know, I, I'm grading. I hit student 87 and I'm just like, yeah, you're toast. Yeah. Good, good <laughs> job. You know, I, I couldn't, I can't look through all the code. Yeah, this, yeah. this does, right. We have the technology to do this stuff. Yeah. Um, so even though it, it, it sounds like it's automated and it is, it becomes a little bit of an automated process and automation in education is usually has a bad connotation, right? It's like you just kind of... It, it, it has that with anything, man. Because, yeah. you know, even back when I was buying records wholesale, um, you know, for this large one-stop, uh, we implemented an automated purchasing system. Uh -huh. And all eight of my buyers were freaking, you know, because it's like, well, what are you going to need us for? But that automation is only as smart as what that buyer was putting into it, what data that buyer was feeding into that. You that's, know? that's exactly what this, like, so the, this is only as good as the instructor who makes the curriculum. Yeah. It has default stuff. You could just go like default and it goes right, wrong, right, wrong, right, wrong, right, yeah. wrong, right. Uh, but it also, the custom stuff you put in there. And, and when I say automation has a bad connotation, uh, specifically in education, uh, this does a better job for everyone consistently than I will ever do as a human. Wow. Right? So it's going to give better feedback every nook and cranny of, of what they did in this assignment. Yeah. And run through the whole thing and give them, you know, if they're good, maybe two pages. If they're bad, maybe four pages of feedback, right? Yeah. With, with exactly why. Are you finding that it's saving you time, like with your lesson plans and stuff like that uh, as well? It's going gonna, it's gonna to save me an immense amount of time. Yeah. And I, I don't feel guilty about it at all. Like, I, I feel like you, if you take the time to read the feedback, I'll never write four pages per student. Yeah. I'll never write two pages of feedback per student addressing every issue that they had. And even if they get a hundred on it, they still get a, a really good piece of feedback that, that, uh, that goes over why it was important for everything that they did. Even yeah. though you got it right. Here is a refresher on why this was important. If you were just mindlessly going through it, you have this. You have a hundred and you have a thing that says, this was put here for this reason and does this job if you forgot. Yeah. So again, I would never do that. I would sure, say, I would sure, say great yeah. job, right? Yeah. Great job. You did all the things. Uh, so it, I don't feel, I feel like it's, a, it's going to save me time. And then no matter what, uh, even if I'm not teaching that class at the time, if I'm the, if you have a very good instructor who made that curriculum and made that template, anyone who takes that over may not be as good of an instructor, might not have all the stuff, but my, my wisdom is embedded in this assignment no matter what, right? You could have anyone hit, click the check button and my words are going to come out. Yeah. My feedback's going to come out no matter what to, uh, to every student who, who does this assignment. Um, so when I say it doesn't replace, I mean, if you have a good instructor, it doesn't replace them. But after that's done, yeah, you could you could send this out to a bunch of people, right? Uh, I mean, I have a lot of students. I'm at the beginning of a degree uh, that has a lot of students. Uh, so if we had 200 students, is this possible now? I'm like, yeah, it's possible. And they'll yeah, get, they'll, yeah. get, they'll get excellent feedback, no matter yeah. what. You could put another instructor in there pressing the button, right? So... I'm sitting here thinking of all kinds of things as we're talking and, you know, computer science and, and game development now back when, you know, when we first met, when I started at Full Sail, you know, they were one of the only schools actually offering a game development degree at the time. Now it's everywhere. I, I mean, every, everybody's got a game dev degree. Every school has some sort of comp sci and programming is infiltrated our culture to a point where it's, you know, everybody's going to want to do it. I could see this really providing a great catalyst for kids that, that want to get started. Yeah, I, I think so. And that's another thing, like in my, in our bubble, right? So our little nerd bubble, 
You know, I go out. I mean, and I, you're a nerd bubble. You're in there, buddy. All right. <laughs> <You're in there. laughs> uh, so, you know, I assume that everyone, like every high school, teaches programming somewhere, yeah. right? So that's my assumption, right? That's yeah, I think I think now they, it they is. Don't, you know, though. yeah, they no? don't actually. No, you'd be crazy. Like, how many don't address this? Wow. This thing, right? I'm surprised. I am. T- I was too. Yeah. I was really surprised. But it's it's a problem thing, right? So like, to do programming correctly, you need computers. You need all of this setup to be able to do that. So I could see higher end, more affluent schools could handle this stuff. But, but uh, you know, uh, places that aren't as affluent, it, that's a hard process, right? Yeah. Um, so it's amazing how many people aren't addressing that. I know there was this thing that I, I heard about it in Florida where they wanted to allow it to be one of the languages that you take. Instead of taking like yeah, I heard, Spanish I saw that. or German, yeah. you, take, you take programming. Um, but I think that it's it's going to become, I already thought it was, but it's it's going to become something that everyone is going to want to take, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we interface with computers at all times. Even a cursory understanding of, of programming is going to be beneficial to everyone, right? Uh, and I'm going to see, I, I guarantee in the future, it's going to be more and more things. So getting out ahead of it and saying, we're thinking of new ways to teach this, we're tackling the problems, uh, we're doing all these things, uh, I think is, is really exciting uh, for that. So the, I guess the, the answer is yes. So, I mean, for, for high school kids or for, or for middle school kids, this is a perfect tool uh, to do that. And even, even like if you didn't want to create, if you didn't have a great programming teacher right because i know that there's there's certain schools as i was doing some research on this like you know they're they're they have a club doing it and like their their economics teacher is actually their programming yeah, club right, teacher, right? Yeah. he's not that great at it he's the kind of a hobbyist too um you know there's there's nothing I, I can create templated stuff where you get my 15 years of experience in it and you say like well we just want we want to start with some of your stuff and i'm like Cool. Here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Right. It's, it's going to be my words again. So you kind of get me uh, in there too. If you wanted, we'd have to work something out, right? Everything's going to sure. be different on on stuff, and I haven't figured out all the. Well, dis- that's the beauty of this uh, 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 of this program is that it can be customized to whatever you want. Not every degree is going to be exactly the same. You no, know, yeah, it can look know? pretty too. You can have you have your custom school stuff in the back. We can yeah. do whatever we, we can. We can brand it. We can nice. do whatever you want. So whenever you show stuff, it's like. Shows your custom school stuff. Yeah, we can do all types of stuff with it. Yeah. Now, when now, so where where are you targeting with this? I know you had mentioned that there's a few uh, higher education facilities that you're kind of going to be talking to, and what is your hopes for the future? So, I, I, I as I said, I'm a uh, course director at Full Sail. Been there 15 years, right? Yeah. So Full Sail is my my place where I'm I'm saying let's let's get on the edge of this because. Uh, you know, they're my, they're my place. Yeah, yeah. Have uh, they, and they've been receptive. Yeah, I've been using it in the class, I've been testing it out in the class, and we're talking about uh, uh, using it in the classroom um, in that space. And obviously, Full Sail is an accelerated degree, has a large number of students, so it fits really well. Monthly, like, you know, it, it, uh, it fits really well with something like this, especially just to see what's going on. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be taking it to other schools and just showing them... Uh, what we're doing with it, and I'm just gonna, you know, get it. Like you said, we just get it out in front of people. I think it, I think it does something that that no one else is doing right now. Yeah. Uh, and beneficial. It's hard in this situation also to have a win-win, where it's great for students and great for instructors, right? So when the people who are making decisions to to buy something like this, they they want to be like, hey, this is great for instructors or great for the students. And that's usually the first thing, but then it's like, it's going to kill our instructors. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> and no one's going to want to do this, and no one wants to adopt it because these instructors have the way they've already done things already. It's like, I'm stuck in my ways. But then you have something that goes like, and instructors, this is going to do a better job than you do with just a minimal amount of upfront effort. Do it as good as you can for the first time, and it's going to say, and, it, and realistically, having that synchronous feedback in there, you don't understand the amount of emails I get from students going like I'm stuck, you know, like I need this stuff. The, the, the tertiary like thing of this is not just the grading stuff like that, right? It's the amount of time I spend giving that feedback and helping students during yeah. the assignment. And if my voice is already in there, it's going to cut all that down. Yeah. It's going to cut down tons of different things that, that you don't even think about that make your life as an instructor rough. And, and you said when, when you do the good work, your, your great work's not done in the lecture. Your great work's not done in the grading. 
your great works in the in the middle when the when the kid is having a problem after digesting the instruction right yeah and doing yeah. that stuff that's where you're that's where you show that you can you care between those points um and so that's what we're focusing on right trying to get that point to um to be there a little bit more yeah and that's pretty cool i mean i don't think there's going to be one teacher instructor professor course director whatever you want to call it out there that is not going to appreciate the fact that this is going to cut way back on their administrative tasks sure but you hopefully, know. hopefully, yeah. right? Like I, I'm seeing that as as the case. Yeah. Um, and I haven't completely rolled out the full educational stuff yet. Um, but uh, it also it doesn't completely go to C sharp. But uh, everything you can right click on everything in it, and it will show you the the C sharp stuff too. Yeah. Okay. So like, if you wanted to get out of like stop using visual scripting, but use it to understand the concepts, and then start learning C sharp, you can right click on all of the things in there. And it'll show you this is what it would look like in C sharp. Wow. Uh, so I'm seeing that a lot of students are actually embracing, becoming, getting a little bit more courage to go into that space after they've learned it in this visual scripting thing. And like, well, I, I kind of want to branch out in C sharp because not everyone's going to use visual scripting. And they can right click and say, this is what I would use. At least they get the words and the terminology. They get a little more courage to Google it. They can see the syntax after that. And I'm seeing a lot more students actually. Uh, take that dive down into C sharp. Where at the beginning of the class, it's like who's like programming, and they're like no one. I was asking, yeah, who, yeah. who likes math and programming, and like everyone likes no hand. Like one, one sure, kid will go, sure, like, yeah. I'm the biggest nerd in the world. Um, <laughs> but I'm seeing more kids do that. So there's a lot of, a lot of interesting things uh, that I'm seeing. That's cool too, because there's been a big trend I've seen in the industry, especially in the last five years. Um, for a position that I guess most people refer to as technical designer. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Somebody that, you know, being a designer for for anybody that's thinking about getting into games right now is not about all your great ideas. Uh-huh. And, you know, the more technical ability that you have that you're able to bring to the table, not only does it help you relate to your coworkers and, and make communication a lot easier, but it helps you get stuff done a lot quicker. That's the key. So yeah. the key is even if you don't want to be a, a, a programmer, you like video games right now are made on computers. You might as well, you, you're going to have to know how to talk to computer at some point in time or talk to the people who are talking to computers. So yeah. I give my students the, the example of like, they're like the jumps too floaty or like he doesn't move crispy enough. And I'm like that, you, I'm not even going to talk to you about what that means in your head. I mean, like, let's use the terms that we're going to use to solve this problem. Like, I did the work to understand what needs to be done. You, as a designer, do a little bit of the work, too. Do you mean, like, he needs to accelerate faster at this time and then decelerate faster when I let go of input? They're like, yeah, crispy. And I'm like, stop using those words, man. Yeah, like, nice. Like, put, I like that. Put the, yeah. <laughs> put the time in to understand the process enough. You don't have to code it. You don't have to do anything. Just, just let's, let's talk in the same language here um, and become scientists of this, not not just fanboy players, right? Yeah, yeah. And so take a little bit of the time to at least learn what we're Man, all talking about. that's incredible about. advice. That That is really, really good advice. Um, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, no, but but no, but that's, that's a really great example too because, um, you know, all I know about game development, I learned from you, man. Quaternions, Quaternions angular vectors, velocity, yeah, 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 vectors. It's all because of you, man. All the buzzwords, man. All the buzzwords. <laughs> I don't know what they mean, everything, but, you know. Everything make you sound smart. So what? The, let me ask you this, man. What is your favorite part about being a teacher? Why Why are you a teacher, and, and what, what is it that you love about it? Uh, I, I guess, I mean, it. it is it's so cliché. So there are times, there are times <laughs> when, when you feel like you really made a difference in someone's life, right? Yeah. Like there are, there are definite times where that has happened. Um, and it's not the good kids. The, the good kids are going to be good, right? Yeah. It's that kid that you were like, you met him the first time, like this kid's doomed. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is doomed, doomed. Like he's, he's going to be in debt and doomed and probably never get a job with this thing, right? But then you, you worked with them and you somehow got through to them and you've had like and i've had kids like the joke i have is i'd never fail anyone they they usually fail themselves and this usually yeah. comes from a dad talk where it's just like it's like look man seriously be honest with yourself like you are are you the best in this class 
are you possibly the worst in this class? Like, oh, I don't get this stuff. It's like, you should not pass this class. Yeah. I don't care if you you have a 72.5, right? Like, you should not, like, for yourself, take the time, retake this class. I'll work with you through it to become not the worst in the class, but maybe next time you'll become the best in the class. Rest of your peers will look up to you and say, like, he can help me with that stuff. And you get onto this point, right? And that sinks into a student at some point in time. And then they, they start doing something. And they went from just terrible student to, I guess, that, like, I can do this stuff. And I don't know what the repercussions of that are. But, you know, I've seen stuff. Like, again, we've been doing this 15 years, right? Yeah. So, like, some of my students are just pioneers in the industry now. Like, big, sure. high-level people. Yeah, right? sure. Uh, and seeing that happen is really awesome. But uh, most of those kids were good anyway. They're gonna do no. They're gonna do yeah. that stuff no matter what, right? So it's the, it's the, it's the bad kids that you turn, well, turn to good. That's uh, yeah. And bad's bad's the wrong word, right? Yeah, it's no, no, no. Mis- I know what you mis- mean. Misguided. Though. Yeah, uh, I know at what the you beginning mean. Of what education was, because honestly, game design it's like a it's like a van with free candy on the side, right? It's like it's like you well you like video games. Come on, let's 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 get a game design degree, right? Yeah. And then inside the van is physics, programming, and math, and they're like, free candy was on the van, right? Yeah. Video right. games on the van, yeah. <laughs> and and so I think there's you know some of them come in a little misguided on on what we're going to be doing, um, and they get disheartened and they do all this stuff and they sure like, and then they just try to pass the class so they get their game design degree, but to be good and honestly to with the amount of students going after this job these jobs right now. You're gonna have to be good. You can't be half-assed doing this stuff. Like right. you're gonna have to be on um, time. As you said, how many schools now have a game design degree? Yeah, I think four hundred. Yeah, and and how many game design jobs are out there right now? I don't know. know. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of different places you could look look to. I mean, sure. not, not just in AAA or the game industry, right? There's, there's all these other places where that this applies to. But shit, so you still gotta be good. Yeah, you still gotta be confident enough to be like, I'm at least like. I can contribute. Yeah, like if, yeah. If, if someone walked in here and said, I got two spots open for internships, I need the best two, you should be in the 10 people who say, like, yeah, I'm, I'm close. Right? Yeah. You should be competing for that, not sure. like, eh, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Someone else go do that. That confidence is what's going to get you a job. Yeah. And that confidence comes through being honest with yourself, saying, I don't know this stuff. Teacher help me. I need to take the class again. All those things, right? The, the honesty on that. And so that comes from confidence, too. And the confidence, this tool, is going to, I think it's going to instill a bit of confidence in a person who uh, did not think they were getting into the, the programming stuff. It's like there are tools built into this to help you when you fall. Yeah. And that's the most frustrating thing. I'm falling. This thing's broken. It's not even like falling. It's like I broke it. They think it's this fragile thing. And it is pretty fragile. But getting game development and stuff, you must make one mistake. It turns, just doesn't work anymore, right? Yeah. So you have to get them in a comfortable spot to where when they fall, they have something ready to, to get them back up and get them back to speed so they don't sit there spinning their wheels and then just shut the computer and be like, yeah. until an instructor comes and tells me or until someone comes and helps me, I'm done. And then they're just done. So a tool that allows that, that's going to help them get that is going to allow them to fall, get back up, fall, get back up, fall, get back up. That's where confidence is built. Well, and that's where the the lessons cut deepest, too. I mean, you know, all through my life, the things that I've remembered and grasped the the deepest have come from extreme failure, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't want to make that same mistake again. So, um, yeah, I like, uh, you know, what Grant said at at the last Hall of Fame speech, you know, fail often, fail forward. And, um, you know, you don't win or lose, you win or learn. And and I think those are both really yeah that grants me that I, I talked to him after that that was a you know, powerful speech there he did good. yeah very much uh, yeah it was good yeah absolutely um so we talked a little bit ago about a discount code and um this is uh, going to be available exclusively through the virtual dash hammer dot com dot com website and um. This should be available as early as next Wednesday, which would be the 23rd, I believe, of May. Sure. And um, if you go to Justin's website, again, virtual-hammer.com, and use the code, this is Orlando, uh, 
that'll give you that that'll give you uh, a 20. discount 20 bucks off yeah 20, 20 bucks off nice so 20 bucks off we'll the work something out. yeah the um we'll start uh, there okay <laughs> yeah exactly or you know email justin direct and haggle he you know he, he's got a lot of extra time now that he's been using diagram uh and all that extra time that has yeah. come in so he likes to haggle uh, so um, so to do that there's two places you can do that you can do that info at virtual-hammer.com um, and that'll go to the virtual hammer site um, or you can just do uh, justin.virtualhammer at gmail.com okay cool justin.virtualhammer and I'll put all that stuff in the uh, in, in the post that this um, uh, if you go to robcoble.org uh, and get the podcast from there, there'll be a little write-up, and I'll make sure everybody's got all your information. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, and, and I appreciate you offering that to the listeners out there. Yeah. Um, and, again, just use the code This is Orlando uh, in order to receive that. Man, is there is there anything else that we didn't cover that you want people to know about uh, about diagram or no we... i think i think we we got most of it i'm excited to again you're not going to be able to see on the on the youtube the uh the educational stuff but hopefully by the time this goes out i'll get some videos up so you can i'll put some videos up so that you can uh go to that site and see what we're doing with the educational stuff too nice because uh, it's not out in the yeah. wild yet yeah yeah um well there's no instruction for it the the tools out in the wild on the website, but I haven't shown anyone how to use it. Yet. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of trial and error, but you are encouraging people to get in there and play around with it. Yeah, they just have no instruction yet. Yeah. So okay. I, need to, I need to get that instructional video up. Uh, but I, by the time, I keep forgetting this will air a little bit different. So yeah. a, a little later. So I'll have something out by that time. Right on. Uh, no, and that's it, man. I think that, uh, I, think it, I think it's a cool tool. Like as an instructor, uh, looking at the problems we faced on student and instructor sides, we're taking them head on, um, and we're trying to make it a better process. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I admire it for a lot of reasons. You know, you, you said this earlier, but not in these words. Um, and I've said, you've probably heard me say this a million times that, you know, that's because that's the way we've always done it is to me, not a good answer. That's, that's as bad as it's not my job. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, you've identified a problem and you've come up with, you know, what sounds like a pretty incredible solution, you know? Yeah. And I don't think anyone purposely does that. That's the way we've done it. Right. It's just. No, it's, they it's do. Just, Trust me. Some they people do. might. Some yeah. people might. But it's, you know, it's the perfect storm of being in this situation, doing what I've done for so long, understanding visual scripting and looking at the problems that we've had and saying, this is a, there's a solution out there and be, and also, the people that I work with and the people who worked with me on this, um, you know, they're all, everyone's an educator and, and amazing developers, right? And so uh, that perfect storm of all these things kind of allowed something like this to happen. Yeah, it's kind yeah. Of, so. We got to get you a tag, uh, like a catchphrase, kind of like the hair club for men guy, you know? I'm not only the president, I'm also a client. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. We'll figure it out. Yeah, all right, cool. Hey, um... Thank you for taking the time. I know, you know, you usually don't like to get up until the sun is warm and, um, I'm you know, changing my game, Rob. No, that's nice, man. You were uh, up and Adam here. You're inspiring me. So, that, oh, good, good. That's what we aim to, to, to shoot for anyway is inspiration. But, um, Inspiral. yeah, I know we kind of came together at the last minute, um, uh, to, to put this together and, um, starting in June, we're going to start, um, working to get a little bit more communication and updates out there to uh to the user base and just to the general public through social media through youtube all that kind of stuff yes i need um, some need some work on that yeah we're, we're gonna yeah we're gonna do that and um but yeah this was really cool it's um again i i admire and appreciate you on on so many levels and the work that you do and the work that you do on uh, on behalf of the students and 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 all the people that, uh, you know, are are watching their dreams come through, uh, come true by you know getting involved in the game industry. You know, one last thing I'll say about that. It's kind of funny. You know, back when I first started in two thousand four, 
it was kind of like the parents needed a lot of convincing that this was a viable career path for their kids to take. And, you know, like you said, now, now we see, you know, some of the students back from those days that are captains of industry now or launching their own companies, and, oh, yeah. you know, doing all these really incredible things, uh, making some serious coin and, uh, you know, raising their families and living good life. So it is, um, it is a very rewarding to see that. So again, if you're interested in, in uh, diagram, uh, it's at virtual-hammer.com. Use the code this is Orlando and receive uh, a $20 discount. And also be sure to search Virtual Hammer on YouTube uh, for current and upcoming tutorials and instructional videos. Um, Carlos, we did it, man. Number 14, thank you as always for all of your help. How you doing? Everything good over there, man? Everything good. Everything yeah. really good. Uh, still reeling from the health jam. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, it was, uh, I, I'm still trying to come down a little bit from that. It was so fun. Um, we've got, um, God, I don't even know what we do have coming up next. Uh, we were supposed to talk, um, to Dr. Vias and, um, he ended up having to get on a plane, uh, and postponing our talk with him. So we still want to talk with Dr. Vias, who's, um, who, whom I understand is no longer at Nemours. Uh, he was the, the main connection for technology at Nemours Children's Hospital, uh, but he's a, an advocate for technology and healthcare. And uh, we met him at the Mega Health Jam, and uh, he's got some pretty interesting stories to tell about, uh, you know, the collaboration between healthcare and the technical community. So we're going to have him on here pretty soon. Uh, I'm always interested in ideas. If anybody out there is interested in, uh, uh, you know, making suggestions, you can catch me at robcobel.org uh, and, and let me know if you have a great story to tell a company or something that is um, that has that Orlando connection or something that you want to talk about. I'd love to hear from you. So um, make sure that you connect with me there. And um, I think we will be back uh, sometime early June to record episode 15. Wow, that seems like a real milestone. But, um, you know, and I think also, Justin, if you're up for it, I would love to get some updates from you. And maybe in uh, three months or so, once the... Uh, once uh, things start sliding downhill a little bit, man, we can. Uh, yep. no, that didn't sound right. I meant downhill as I got in you. having momentum. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, we could reconvene and maybe uh, you know do an update on what's going on. Definitely. And everything. Yeah. Definitely. Because uh, I anticipate good things, and the buzz around the community right now with um, Diagram is pretty solid. So, thank you again, Carlos. Thank you. Have you? Uh, yeah, shit, this is the first podcast we've done where you haven't dropped a new album, man. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a couple of projects that it's a little bit early to talk about. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And we're still waiting for that big band, uh, This Is Orlando podcast <laughs> intro piece that we got to get, you know, you got to kind of be the uh, the Doc Severinsen or something like that, so... <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I look forward to catching up with you guys soon. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, you know where to find me. God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>